BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Level 2, this is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Moranzi. Sirius XM Channel 159. Somebody in our chat, you're tubing in our in our chat, says uh, people in Belgium put mayonnaise on their fries like they're crazy or something. That's actually good. That's a smart thing to do. That's very good. Uh, I went to Amsterdam before. They have, like, French fry carts all over the street and stuff. And uh, no ketchup, mayonnaise. That's the way to go. Cam Stewart I love knows mayonnaise. Yes, yeah, mayonnaise and French mayonnaise. fries, very good choice, actually. Mayonnaise is good in everything. Egg salad, tuna, you know, tuna fish sandwiches, fries. I, yeah, mayonnaise, is, it's strong. Trust me, I use it in a lot of dishes. Are you a mayonnaise guy or are you a, a Cool Whip guy? Like, it could be that Miracle Whip or uh, Miracle Whip. So I was a Miracle no, Whip I'm guy. A, I'm a Hellman's. Know what it is? Miracle Whip's good once in a while. Gabe, if you need it tangy, like for a meat that needs pizzazz, like if it's a little bit dry, Hellman's is good for, like, taste and, and uh it's it's basically the top like a, it's more you're french it's more like a montreal Spices thing up the meat the helmets more yeah isn't yeah. miracle whip basically just what they put in like uh what is it they know it's uh it's the you know miracle Island, whip right? is McDonald's stuff. miracle whip is salad dressing where yeah. mayonnaise is mayonnaise it's more uh, plain more plain mayonnaise yeah thousand yeah. island dressing is basically what they do in mcdonald's it's basically a mix of basically a little bit of mayo and thousand island dressing that's their secret sauce it's nothing special you'd like my girlfriend cam uh mcdonald's i said do you like mcdonald's and she goes, no, I don't like McDonald's except the uh, I like the McRibwich. <laughs> she said, yeah, see, she, she said, gets it. The only thing, yeah, she goes, the only thing I like is the McRibwich. She's br- <laughs> so, brilliant. So, sort of looked at her like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Excellent choice. Uh, all right, boy, Casey, what's up, Casey Olson? Casey sent me a message. He goes, I sent you a message. Um, so he's saying, what, John Rom? What's your pick, John Rom? Yeah, here's what's the thing. Picture? Okay, I want to hear this parlay. Yeah, what's, so, yeah, what's the parlay? Yeah, the parlays. You know what, Casey? I'm just seeing your stuff now, and I agree. John Rom though, is anywhere between 5 and plus 650. It's I think he I think he or Finau will win, but if John Rom doesn't come out of the gate hot, you can get him probably at a better number than that, Gabe, and that's what he is. That guy's a strong closer. He's like a horse that loves coming around the bend in like third or fourth and just plows these guys at the end. I don't want to bet him pre-tournament at 5-1, to one, but like do a John Rom Buffalo Bills, and then pick another couple big uh, money line favorites in the NFL for that parlay. I could dig that. John Rom probably will. It's him or Finau, I think, win the tournament, and I love Tom Kim. Those are my those are my guys. We're going to have to add to this. Look, like Tony Finau, Buffalo Bills money line, Dallas Cowboys money line is only 17-1. to one. See, it's not uh, enough. I know. Well, let's see what happens if we throw Michigan in here. It's a nice, safe pick. 
Man, these games, I can't wait for these games. I was thinking, like the Mac, I'll get to this on the other side. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Moranzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people, the bust them, and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. The Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio 97.1. The Freak, Dallas, Texas. Um, all right, we got Ian Cameron with us. Cam's going to get out of here in a minute or two. Cam will be back tomorrow at uh, 6 o'clock Eastern. And we'll be breaking down this Buffalo Bill game. But I was going to say, Cam, and bad with everyone tuning in, so... The MAC, you look at the MAC, and to me, the MAC championship game, they should be, they should play that like during the week. Like they do, they play all the time in the regular season during the week, and they, they stand alone. That should be their time as well. Their midweek, uh, midweek uh, conference, and just for the record, it's super cool. Conference USA will play all their games in the midweek on ESPN Smart. next year in the month of uh, October. So you can have one month of all games. Like the, all their slate is going to be in the middle of the week. Like so, like Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night. It's going to be college football, college football, college football. That's a world that I don't mind living in. College football on TV every night. So, um, what do you got for us, Cam, on the way out here? Any magical parlays, plays, words of wisdom? Yeah. Well, sorry, Mister Roboto. I just have one question for you. Are you going to take the over in Canada, Morocco? Because Canada, are they just going to play loose or are they going to play defense and try to get like a low scoring draw? That's the question. That's a very good question. Morocco only need a draw. Morocco aren't explosive offensively either. Right. So, Canada, you know, Croatia, Canada pissed the Croats off. So, that was the manager's fault. That's why they ran the score up. Um, the thing is, Gabe. Here's my. Take. I think it goes over. Canada, I think it goes over. It, I think it's going to go. I over. agree. I agree because you know. Here's the thing. These guys, this is their last game. Who cares? They attack. They attack. They attack. If the other team comes back, whatever, it opens up. Canada has nothing to lose. They're already done. So why not go for it? I like the over two and a half. I'm going to play it. I know it's dangerous, but I'm in. I have five hundred dollars on Canada to score over two and a half goals in the tournament. I need them to score two goals tomorrow. Damn right you do. I don't know if they can. I think they can score at least one. We'll see you tomorrow, Cam. Yeah. Love you, buddy. Have a good one. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Late Night with Gabe Marinci.
Let's roll. Level two continues. I am Gabriel Ramsey. You know, I look forward to we're gonna get Jason B. Tackafit on. Uh, I don't know. We'll do it later in the week, or we'll wait. He comes on Sundays off in during the season. He comes on Sundays, but we mix it up. We've been waiting for big baseball news, but uh, Donnie Baseball has been hired as the Toronto Blue Jays bench coach. Spent the last seven seasons as the uh, Miami Marlins manager, of course. You know, sort of like very like wow type of signing, and that uh, no one saw it coming, right? And you figure Don Mattingly has been around long enough to, like, want a year off type thing. Donnie Baseball, I mean, the guy's been in baseball his entire life, and you figure he'd want to take a step back, and he would get a, he would get a job again. You see, like, all these guys get hired again. So he could have gotten hired again. So I'm surprised that he took this job, which if I was John Schneider, Babano, I would be looking over my shoulder, <laughs> like, basically. Like, the Blue Jays basically brought Don Mattingly into, you know, to let Schneider know, listen, we gave you an extension, but nothing lasts forever. I mean, you got the job. Like, he was the bench coach for Montoyo. So, like, like the bench coach, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of times, the a baseball manager, guys, wants the bench coach to be a buddy of theirs and not someone that's yeah. going to want the job. Like, you know what I mean? Like, an older guy that's like, no, no. Sort of like, you know, like Martelli with Jawan Howard in Michigan. Babani. You know what I mean? Martelli doesn't want, he's yeah. not trying to steal your job. Like, he's just happy, you know what I mean? He's not trying to steal the job, right? Like, Don Mattingly there, what happens if the Blue Jays struggle? Like, they're going to say, wow, you know, Don Mattingly, man, he's Donnie Baseball, and maybe we need to change, and, you know, I'm just he saying. He managed two major league clubs, Dodgers and Marlins. I mean, yeah, that's not like, a, 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 a frequent occurrence that you're able to hire a bench guy to, that's been a manager with two other major league clubs. No, so, you're right. And that, yeah, yeah. It's a great hire in terms of it's going to make the team better. His experience. You know what the thing the Jays have lacked, Gabe? Patience at the plate, putting the ball in play. A lot of these times they're swinging for the fences. Yeah. Who better to teach them what to do than Don Mattingly, who was the, just the expert but the Marlins at putting hit. the ball in play, getting contact. <laughs> the Marlins Well, hit. they don't have the I talent hitting-wise. That's, 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 that's a good point. It's a good point. No, no, you're exactly right. It's another voice. It's another perspective. And it's a guy, quite frankly, my whole point is, like, put it this way. If you're a Toronto Blue Jay player, let's say you're Dante Bichette here, and you've got a question, you're struggling, you've got, you know what I mean, you've you got a problem on the road, like whatever, whatever, like a problem that a challenge that a baseball player faces, right? Who would you rather talk to about it? John Schneider, who's what? a grinder that's been a minor league manager and you know what I mean? And stuff or Don Mattingly, right? You say, listen, Don, I got a problem at the plate here. I can't see the pitch here, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like who can help you more? Don Mattingly, right? So that's my whole point. I mean, you've got two guys in the room now and if I'm there and I got a question, it ain't going to be to John Schneider, right? About something. If I, you know what I mean? If I got a question about getting better, I'm going to go to Dom Mattingly. So that's what I'm saying. If you're Schneider, you've got someone that's kind of like better than you. Like he's got more credibility than you do. And listen, Schneider's a confident guy and it's his team. I'm just stating that it's it's kind of the message has been sent. I get, like put it this way. It wasn't John Schneider that thought, oh, yeah, we got to hire Don Mattingly. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this was the organization that, that you know, that brought this in. Because he's thinking, I'll bring in one of my buddies or something. Right? Like, you know, you hire yeah. your own guys. Right? Like, he's not thinking, oh, yeah, let me get a, a Hall of Fame guy that is managed before. And so the other side of the battle, too, is what's fascinating is Yankee fans are pissed. Like, they, they don't like the Blue Jays. Like the, it's a real rivalry. Like I, dude, I used to wear all kinds of different jerseys when I lived in New York. Okay, you know, yeah. of other teams. Yeah, last and stuff. year, the Cole, the Cole and Manoa stuff has spurred that quite a bit. Well, even okay. more, yeah. But I used to wear yeah. like all different jerseys. No one would ever say anything in New York. It's New York City. Like you can be a fan, of whatever. Like you know, what I mean, even at Giant games and stuff, you won't get killed if you're wearing another jersey. If you keep your mouth shut, but like. I remember I was wearing a Blue Jay jersey once at FanDuel at, at, at the Meadowlands, and all day, man, I dealt with people. I finally took it off because I got sick of it. I'm not even a Blue Jay fan, so I got sick of it. Like, all day. People were like, yo, I like you, Gabe, but, man, like, why are you wearing that? And, like, stuff. I was like, <laughs> I said, man, I wear Raptor stuff all the time. You don't seem to care. 
And they're like, nah, nah, it doesn't. But they're like, we don't like the Blue Jays. Like, they don't like the Jays. Like, for real, real. And they're also mad because they don't like Aaron Boone in New York. So, they don't like Boone. Yankee fan is mad that Mattingly didn't get hired by the Yankees. They're like, oh, so what? You Yankees, you guys like they go to, and, and especially to a division rival, right? It's not sitting yeah. well. Like the New York Yankee fans aren't happy about this. So that's, you know, that's why we just spent a couple minutes talking coach, about it. Not a manager to the Blue Jays, the bench coach. Yeah, <laughs> <No>. yeah. <laughs> to like a rival of like, you know what I mean? You're a yeah. Yankee. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's just a weird, the whole thing is fascinating. and But it adds another storyline. And like Babano basically stated, we all remember Manoa and Cole, during the season when uh, Manoa hit Judge and Cole stood up and got out of the dugout, and Manoa said, why don't you actually come all the way over here instead of just standing up? And yep. Manoa recently went on the Sergi Baca podcast because he Baca just does That's podcasts. Right. I don't even know yep. if he plays anymore. Um, <laughs> but he went on the podcast. <laughs> podcast and, uh, and cooking shows. Podcast yeah, and cooking know. shows. Yeah. I think he's getting paid That's like $20 million dollars a year, but Bano from the Bucks. But I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's on a paid leave or something. <laughs> Whatever. But anyways, yeah, Manoa just last week said Garrett Cole's the biggest cheater in the history of baseball. <laughs> he said, like, forget the Astros. Said Garrett Cole, he's the biggest cheater ever. So this guy, like, is cheated. Like, he can't throw without sticky stuff. And, and the thing is, it's rare to see a pitcher throw another pitcher under the bus because every pitcher uses that stuff. So yeah. Manoa's just pissing everyone off because all these other guys are like, oh, it's Shut a rivalry now. Yeah. yeah. But Manoa, remember Manoa at the All Star game? He was talking smack to people at the All Star game. And if you'll notice, guys, in the second half of the season, he wasn't as good. You know, if you're a pitcher in baseball, it's hard enough to get guys out. People are going to figure your stuff out. And on top of it, if you mock them and stuff after you strike them out, they're going to get you. Like, the word is going to get out, and they're going to put extra work, Babano, into studying your pitches and stuff. Right? If you're just a nice guy and stuff, they'll be like, yeah, he's really good. Like, night before games now, guys are like, I'm not letting him strike me out. I don't like this guy, and he's gonna like he's gonna go f you because he was telling people to sit the f down, but he wasn't using he was using the full f. Like he'd strike people out, he goes sit the f down, and I'm all for livening up baseball, but that's just disrespectful. And he did it at the All Star game. Like I remember it was I think it wasn't Acuna who was it, it was it might have been Acuna I think it was on the Braves. Like dude, he looked like he was gonna throw a bat at him after, like. Like, Manoa has gone too far with his smack talk. He's got to shut up. If I was the Blue Jays, I would tell him to shut up, personally. But let's get to some picks. Um, let's get to some picks. Let's do this thing. I don't even know where to start, but Ben. Let's start in the NFL. Or actually, let's start with the soccer. Uh, are you betting the soccer in the morning, but Ben? Are you going to bet that Canada-Morocco game? The Canada-Morocco, I'm actually, and I didn't even know, this is my own that it's not someone something that someone fed me like the Croatia Belgium both teams to score someone recommended that this one is just my own bet my own thought Canada or draw minus 125 I might bet that I know Morocco could win the match like you said 2-1 not out of the realm of possibility I just don't think Canada's gonna just put their tail between their legs and go home I think they're gonna try their hardest to get a result out of this game whether that's a draw one point or a victory three points and I don't mind that price because I think they're gonna bring it in from an effort standpoint and try to come out of this World Cup with some get a point out of it a win would be awesome first win in World Cup history but even just a point I think you're gonna get that kind of you know determination from them and I don't mind that price Canada or draw minus 125 Look at Tunisia today. Dude, it's the World Cup. Teams like Canada's coming to play. I saw their press conference. Like, they're not crying and depressed. I don't think they thought they were going to advance. So, like, they're not, like, upset. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Bears are who we thought they were. That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. We let them off the hook. All right, this World Cup stuff's been a lot of fun. It always is. And um, we've been killing it. We've been killing it. Like, honestly, like, uh, we've done very well with it. It's a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster. Last couple of days, I lose the early morning games, Babano. Like, the, I'm on the West Coast, so it's like 5 in the morning stuff, 2 in the morning, 5 in the morning. Like, I lost like 750 bucks at like 5 a.m. the other day. And I was like, this sucks. I was like, I was like, I'm watching the games. I lost like the corner kicks. Then I lost the total. It was like one after another. And, you know, by the end of the day, I ended up, I was up like four. I, I came in back hard. That's what I keep doing. There's a few spots. Like today, I knew those games were going under today. Uh, today, they were going under. Tomorrow, every day is different though. But the last two days in the World Cup, were up 1600 bucks. So I, you know, I'll take it. I'll take it. I got to be honest with you. Like last night, it was like the NBA that got me. Like I've been winning in soccer and losing it in like the American sport at nighttime after. <laughs> so sort of all over the place. But I am up on the week. It's been a real battle and a tug of war, though. I can't lie. Uh, but we are up. Uh, but we're betting big units and we're betting a lot of money on this stuff. So it's when you lose, it sucks. When you win, it's great. Um, so let's get to some NFL football and college football with Babano. Good to have Babano back. Good to be back. But so uh, Babano, you're saying Canada or draw against Morocco. Morocco only need the draw. I really believe Canada would be happy with a draw and Morocco would be happy with a draw. I wouldn't be shocked. But if it's a draw, it's not going to be 2-2, right? I doubt it's 2-2. I got a $250 bet. The Canada scores over two and a half goals. I could cash out for $120 right now. They'll let me cash out. At that point, I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'm just going to hope for the best and hope Canada can score two goals tomorrow. Even though my gut tells me Morocco win 2-1. Matthias, what's your score prediction here for Morocco and Canada in the morning? 3-3 tie. Oh, 3-3. You say a wild one. So I'm going to win my bet over two and a half goals, Canada, in, in, the, uh, in the tournament. That was the bet. They scored one, so I need two more. I think they come out loose, Gabe. I think Canada comes out loose, but I also think Morocco comes out strong. You know, they've played a strong tournament. They, they have an identity up front. They have speed. They are confident bunch. The Morocco are Canada, very fast. Man, and they could score. Yeah, they're both fast sides. I agree with you. I, that's why I'm, like, I'm thinking, man, I really could be 2-2. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? You guys saw Canada had 22 shots, man, against Belgium. But Canada are very good up front. And they're very shaky at the back. So, like, that's the thing with Canada. Like, Canada can score. Uh, man, those guys can score. David's had a rough tournament. He's only 22. We saw Davies bounce back after missing the penalty kick. But even Messi missed the penalty kick today. So, uh, anyone can miss the kick. Uh, the other one, Costa Rica, Germany. Matthias thinks Germany's going to win 4 0. I don't think it's going to be that high. We'll get to our soccer picks after. But, battle. let's get to the NFL. Buffalo Bills. I'm seeing some three and a halfs out there. We had a guy on from the win bet today on the TV show, Babano. He told us that uh, all the Sharps are betting the Patriots all week. Said every day they keep on getting more Patriot money. I Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm hoping it hits three. What are you doing with the game tomorrow, Babano? What are you looking at? So initially I kind of lean Patriots. Now I'm going to look to Buffalo. I mean, it's getting to the point now where it's just 
you know, who's the better football team? And I think it's still Buffalo. Buffalo's obviously had some issues the last few weeks. Nothing's come easy. Cleveland game was a, it was not as easy as you would think. Detroit was a battle at, on Thanksgiving right down to the wire. But it was a very short week for the Bills as well. They did that weird thing where they were in Detroit. They went back to Buffalo, and they went back to Detroit to play that Thanksgiving game against the Lions. They are getting healthier really, on defense, and I think that's what matters. Second game now back for Trey White in the secondary should help. Mac Jones and the Patriots offense, I don't know what to make of them because they were really struggling, and then all of a sudden they go up and down the field against Minnesota's defense last week, even though they lose the game. So are we going to get something close to that here? I'm not really ready to bank on that. What I do know is that I think they're capable of putting up enough some points. I think Buffalo can move the ball against New England. New England's got good defensive numbers, but at times this year they face good quarterbacks, really prolific, potent offenses. They've struggled at times, and certainly Kirk Cousins and the Vikings had no issues moving the football down the field against the Patriots. So I am definitely leaning to the Buffalo side. I'm just waiting to see if it hits three. If it doesn't, I'll still lay three and a half. And I might look over. I mean, 43 and a half here. Patriots offense did come to life last week. I think that total is reasonable. Week 24-20, Buffalo, and there's your over at 43 and a half. I agree as far as the total um, is concerned. As far as Buffalo, they've been pretty beat up. People don't care about details and facts and stuff. Well, you know, they they didn't cover it. They didn't do this. Dude... They, I'm not saying to you, like, oh, to you, but just to people out there, because I've heard that a lot. Well, they didn't do this, they didn't do that. Yeah, they played two games in in Detroit that they weren't supposed to. Um, they had COVID. They, they had massive illness. Like, they were sick as hell against that Browns, before the Browns game. Like, it wasn't even just a snowstorm. They had, like, 14 guys that were sick. Like, it was, I, I was that was my biggest concern. They win the game. And then you had the weird deal with Detroit going back. They they win the game again. This is the one, right? This is a statement game. And if you notice, Babano, the Bills are good in statement games. It was a statement game and a season opener against the Rams, right? Send a message that they – people say, well, you know what I mean? They needed to win that game, right, to open the season. They did. Statement game against the Chiefs, right? All right, we got to play the Chiefs again. We got to go there again. They beat them, right? Statement game. Um, this is another one where they don't like the Patriots. The Dolphins and the Bills are tied. They're you know what I mean. They're lurking, but the Bills still get the Dolphins at home. Still, it's this is a massive game for the Bills. And put it this way, Babano, I always tell you, ah, oh, they don't know who they're playing and they don't care this about that. The Bills hate the Patriots, bro. Like they'll they'll smash them if they can. Like they don't care about beating the Lions by a margin. They'll kill the Patriots if they can tomorrow, Babano. They don't like them. Is he down for the count? <laughs> down goes Whoa. Frazier. Down goes Frazier. Uh, well, let's not compare Babano to Frazier, but yeah, down goes Babano. <laughs> down goes. All right, we'll get Babano back. Get him back here. That's pretty smooth. I hate that. It always happens when I'm asking a question. It doesn't happen like when he's talking so we know, right? So we don't get like left hanging. I think it's him, personally. He's going to blame us. He's going to, oh, it doesn't happen on other shows. He doesn't do other shows. The other shows he does, he does videos and stuff. So you got <laughs> yes. back. Right, are you back, Babano? We got you? I am. I got, you got me, I think. I hope. <laughs> we'll move on and we won't dispute and debate who's, uh, whose fault it was because we don't know. I wish we had a supercomputer that could keep score for us. Uh, I was just about to say, I was just saying before, I, when I thought I was still on the air, that, you know, the, the <laughs> Foxborough mystique and the Foxborough, you know, hex over Buffalo is gone, too. Let's not forget that. Buffalo's won and covered two in a row with Josh Allen at quarterback in New England, 38-9 and 33-21. So we've seen this team very capable of winning in New England. So, you know, that fear of, oh, Foxborough can't beat the Patriots, that's gone for this Bills team now. No, and they hate the Patriots, too. I don't think, like, you know, there's not many sort of, there's not a lot of, like, um, rivalries in the NFL that the players don't like each other and stuff. I'm not saying the Bills and the Patriots players all hate each other, but the franchise is out of whole. Dude, the the the, the Patriots went 33-2 and two against them. <laughs> right? Like, yep. You don't think the Bills want to return the favor? 
They've smashed them. Since Brady's left, they played four times. The Bills have won three of the times. The only time they didn't win was when there was the 100-mile-an-hour wins or whatever they were. That's the only thing with Bano. So looking at the weather, it's not that bad, but um, it is going to be like 19-mile-an-hour uh, winds, which is a little windy, but that's not like gusty. That's just sort of windy. No, you know what I no. mean? No. Yeah, that's not enough for me to scare me off and over. It would have to be like 20s, yeah. mid-20s. Then I get a little concerned with what the uh, wind is doing. I think, you know, obviously, you know, New England's going to look to run the football. And, you know, there have been some teams having success. So this is probably a look at Ramondre Stevenson in a game like this. You would think he's going to be very much a big part of the Patriots' offensive attack here. All right, so let's blast through some games here. Uh, Deshaun Watson's back. Cleveland Browns laying seven points on the road to the Houston Texans. Totals 47. The Baltimore Ravens. This is a team that's been a disappointment, man. They just they, they lose games that they shouldn't. Um, but they're playing the Baltimore uh, Baltimore Ravens. are playing the Denver Broncos. They're laying an eighth yes. spot in Baltimore. Total is 38 and a half. So what about those two games? Any interest in those games? Are you going to be betting them? Yeah, nothing for Cleveland-Houston. I mean, I don't want to necessarily assume things are going to be just, you know, they're going to take off with Cleveland with Watson. Let's see what happens. It's more of a live betting game. I mean, I'm going to look to Baltimore probably, and if they don't get it done here, I'm not going to take them for a while. I mean, this has to be it for them. <laughs> they finally beat somebody and yeah, beat somebody up. Denver's, Denver, Denver's an absolute mess. There's no way I would even take eight and a half with Denver right now. Uh, that was pathetic last week against Carolina, who's no world beater by any stretch. Let's hope Baltimore can get this done. I'm going to probably look at a first-half full-game split with the Ravens back home, you know, angry after blowing that game. And they do have issues. It's a flawed Ravens team, but, man, Broncos – they should take care of business against them. I mean, Russell Wilson, how many times do I have to hear Russell Wilson? Well, we're stay, sticking together. We're going through it. Where Everybody's working hard. Enough with this, you know, everything great crap. Your team sucks. Yeah, I don't know if they're sticking together. Defensive linemen want to kill him on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> Russell Wilson. He's, he's poly positive, this guy. More of a battle on the other side. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Uh, this indoor soccer is a new sport. Could you tell us something about it? Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. It's, it's soccer played indoors, like in a hockey ring. Sort of soccer hockey. <laughs> Boy, that's an interesting combination. Well, what are the rules? I don't know, really. <laughs> I don't care. I see. How does your team look? Uh, mostly Venezuelan. Right. Delay that anger match by class. This is Portrait. I'm seeing, uh, what's his name? Uh, William. William, the bald dude, and uh, Kate Middleton. What's his? Princess Kate. It's hard to I get confused with the names and all that. The other guy's Harry, the guy that looks like Carson Wentz and Meghan Markle. 
But uh, they're actually set courtside at the Celtic game. I knew they were in Boston. I saw it on the news. I didn't realize they were at the game tonight. I'm seeing the highlight. I'm surprised they're actually. Uh, I'm actually uh, surprised they're sitting. They're literally sitting like courtside, courtside, like sort of. You know what I mean? Like right, right beside the bench. I can't lie. Like if I was a player, I basically probably would have like accidentally like fallen into Kate Middleton. <laughs> Like, I'm just surprised that they had her. Like, I would have put her in a second. I would have said, no, man. She's gonna get. What if she gets hit in the face with a basketball or something? It's a bad look, right? You can't have the royal family getting hit in the head with a basketball. Uh, but, uh, man, the Celtics are hot right now. Man, and I tell you what. Take the over in Celtic games or their team totals and stuff. These guys are lighting it up offensively, like just nightly. It never ends. All right, Babano with us. We're talking football right now. So we got the Packers and the Bears. Babano, Aaron Rodgers is going to play. It's minus four and a half. Uh, totals 43 and a half there. Jags and Lions. Just some interesting games this week. The Jags and Lions. People are starting to buy into the Jags because they beat the Ravens. Lions not getting any respect uh, at all. Jags one-point favorites. No respect for the Vikings is three-point favorites. What do you think of those games? I like the over in the Jags and Lions, definitely, and I understand why that total's gone up. There should be a lot of points. We know these Detroit home games have trended over the total pretty much all season long. Uh, we landed right on 53 with the Bills game last week. So, you know, I think that game is over the total. I, I like what Jacksonville did. They showed you some moxie. They showed you the ability to put a drive together in the final two minutes, come back, beat Philly like that, or Baltimore, I should say, like that last week. Very impressive. But, you know, going on the road now, and Detroit's played really good at Ford Field all season long. Competitive football, bunch of games they could have won. They almost beat Philly at home. They almost beat Seattle at home. They you know, gave Buffalo everything they could handle last week. I think the line moves getting carried away. I'm leaning Detroit there. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. I mean, just when you look at it, it's like, okay, what you're buying in because Jacksonville, because Baltimore completely collapsed. People just want Trevor Lawrence to be great. And so, you know, okay, Lawrence had a nice game. And now they're like, oh, he's turned a corner, he's turned a corner and stuff. Lines have been competitive, as you stated, man. They gave the Buffalo Bills all that they can handle on Thanksgiving. What are you buying the hype with the Jets? Um, people are loving this Mike White stuff. Okay, I like Mike White too, but the Chicago Bear defense is terrible, Babano. Right? Like they're bad, bad. Everybody lights up the Bears defense. Everybody. So everybody's been lighting up the Bears defense. The Jets do. And now the Vikings are only three point favorites. I got burnt betting. Listen, I was on the Vikings last week. It's easy to forget already. It was Thanksgiving. So the Patriot game, I was on the Vikings. But full disclosure, I was also on the Vikings against the Cowboys. So now they're playing at home again. They're a good home team. The only game they lost at home this year was that Cowboy game. I think people are overreacting. The Jets are good, but I think the number, I'm going with the Vikings. Are you betting that game? And that game, there should be points too, actually, Babato, at 44 and a half. Yeah, the total's gone up. Look, they, they realize the Jets are more of a better offensive team. They can put points on the board with Mike White, something they could not do with Zach Wilson, and they're, they're reacting to that. Plus, they're reacting to the fact that Minnesota's getting in shootout after shootout now the last few weeks. Uh, you know, if they didn't really fall flat against Dallas, that would game would have went over the total. It only stayed under because Dallas had a huge lead. They took their foot off the gas, and Minnesota was looking at next week already, or else that could have went over. So I agree with the total going up. Yeah, Minnesota's like TCU in college football, like Providence Friars in college basketball. Last year, everybody's lining up to fade them every week. They're lucky. They're winning close games. This can't continue. They've got to regress. And all they do is find a way most weeks to win and cover and cash a ticket. So I'm kind of with you there. I, I'm not in a rush to step in front of Minnesota. Plus, let's see Mike White do it on the road here before we get too excited. Yeah, and yeah, Bears defense looks horrible. Bears defense hasn't stopped anybody for weeks. That's another thing to factor in about that Mike White effort last week. Well, Kyle Pitts has been shut down for the year by the Falcons. He's having surgery. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, one-point road favorites coming off their Monday night uh, win. That's a train wreck of a football game. Although, man, the Bucks just can't. The Bucks aren't running away with that division. So even though you know these other teams blow, every one of them, like, like you know, Atlanta is still playing for something, as crazy as it is. The, the Titans and the Eagles is an interesting one. I'm seeing five now, and I'm not saying the Eagles aren't good. So for people tuning in, it isn't like, oh, I think the Eagles aren't good, but they're overpriced, right? They're overpriced all the time now. Last week, it was six and a half. I, I bought that point, so I ended up getting the push. 
So whatever, it's not the end of the world. But I was on the um, I was on the uh, the Commanders that night plus the points. I was on uh, the Indianapolis Colts. So I've been looking to fade the Eagles, Babano, and. I'm not deterred. I'm not one of these, oh, well, a team lost last week to this team, so it means they're not good or whatnot. Whatever, dude. The Bengals have the Titans number. The Bengals are a good team. And the Titans were due for a bad week and a loss. They weren't going to win every week. They were on a tear, the Titans. It caught up to them. Now, to me, I'm going right back to the Titans here. Like I said, the Eagles are good. I, I would prefer to be getting seven, but we don't live in that world. It's five right now. But I think the Titans can take this game down to the wire, personally. Yeah, of course. You know, you know I like Tennessee. I've been on Tennessee a bunch, and I took Tennessee last week, too. And I, you know, finally uh, they fall short and they lost. But no shame in that. They were competitive. It was a close game. It could have went either way. And, you know, if they don't have that mistake there at the end of the game, it was the penalty that put it out of uh, reach, they couldn't kick the field goal, at least go for the uh, onside kick to try to recover that. You never know. Uh, but that penalty ended it. Uh, bounce back city for them, I think. They're getting good points. We always like them as underdogs, especially of underdogs of more than a field goal. I don't think they have failed to cover yet this year when they have been an underdog of more than a field goal, more than three points. And that is what they are getting here. And look, Philadelphia, great team, I agree. But 31st schedule in terms of strength of schedule, 31st. In the NFL, it's been a weak schedule. Things are getting a little bit tougher now, and they you're can't seeing stop the run. last few weeks. Yeah, and the run defense is getting worse, not better. That's not good with Derrick Henry coming into town uh, here for this matchup in Philly on Sunday. So, give me the points. Ian Cameron, a.k.a. Babano, joining us. I am Gable Morency. So, uh, Babano, another team that I know you bet on a lot this year, uh, the New York Giants. So, uh, it's starting, you know, the Giants, listen, man, the Giants – Get a Washington Commander team right now that has sort of flipped the script. Earlier in the season, the Giants were the hot team and the talk of the town and the buzz. Suddenly, the Giants have lost three of their last four football games. They did backdoor the Dallas Cowboys, so we'll give them that. They did cover the number. But um, they have lost three of their last four games outright. And then you look at Washington, these guys have just been on fire. Now, Heineke doesn't put big numbers up. Right? You know what I mean? He's not a stat guy, but they win football games when he starts, and they lose when Carson Wentz starts. It's pretty clear. So, what about this, though? Can Washington keep this up? I mean, God, Babano, these guys are, uh, what, they're 6-1, and one, man, in their last seven games, this team. I got to say, even though they've lost three out of four, I got to tip my hat again to Brian Dable, even for the Dallas game. Do you know, he had three starting offensive linemen out. He had both the starting cornerbacks, including a Dory Jackson out, and he's a good player against Dallas. And he had his team up at halftime. And obviously, second half, things turned around, and they, I think, ran out of gas. But the fact he had them competitive against that red-hot Cowboys team on the road there on a short week as well. He speaks volumes about the job he's done. It's incredible that they've done this well, the Giants. But things are, you know, snowballing against them. The injuries are piling up. You know, it's really hurting the offense with the O-line starters out. The secondary can get picked on now with the corners out. We're going to see if either of them come back. They're starting to tail off a bit. And Washington's not commodity. What are they now? They're 6-0-1 ATS, their last seven games. And I've been on it's – tough, it's tough for me to choose in this game, honestly. I've been backing the Giants all year. They've made me a lot of money. Washington's been making me a lot of money lately, though. So it's a tough choice, but I've got to lean slightly to the Commanders. They're just the healthier team in the better form right now. Commanders, two-and-a-half-point favorite. So it's only minus 135 on the money line. You always lay the uh... – Always just lay the money line is when it, when it's like that. Another great game. And so, you know what? I got to tell you, this is a really cool slate of football this week in the NFL. And we can't always say that. Uh, the Dolphins. Dolphins are getting four against the Niners. That's a cool game, Abano. I want to get to college, so I'll pick up the pace here. We won't hit every game. Niners and Dolphins, a good one. And then we talked about the Bengals owning the uh, the Titans. So they've beaten them the last two times they played, including the playoff game. And, of course, they beat the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs. So... They get the they get the Chiefs here. What do you make of those two games? Dolphins, Niners, and the Chiefs and Bengals. Yeah, two excellent, excellent games. Um, I like the over Miami sack San Francisco uh, forty six. I just think we're going to get points. Look, I think San Francisco was flat, uh, not flat, but 
you know, they come off the Mexico game, right? And then they're playing the lowly Saints at home. It just didn't seem like things were clicking offensively. I think with Miami coming to town, a good football team, they know Tua and that offense is very potent. They know they're going to have to put up points. And I still think with this new look, you know, more weapons that the Niners have now on offense since, you know, Samuel got healthy, Ayuk got healthy, they got in McCaffrey in here, that they're going to still show you quite a bit of potency. And we know Miami's defense is still a little shaky against better offenses, but Miami's offense is just, you know, you saw what they did the last few weeks with Tua. I mean, they've been going up and down the field on everybody, and I think this is the game where the loss of Mosley and that Niner secondary hurts them trying to stop Hill and Waddle. So I like the over in that game more than anything. And I'm going to take Kansas City money line against Cincy because I think they're going to beat Cincy this time. Cincy uh, playing well. But I'm also going to put Cincy in some teasers because I think Kansas City is going to win, but I think it's going to be a one-score game. So I'm going to bet Kansas City money line, and I'm going to have Cincy plus eight and a half and some six-point teasers. All right. So uh, college uh, football, a big, big slate of uh, conference championship games, including Utah and USC. Uh, Utah and USC on Friday night in Vegas. The Trojans are minus two and a half. The total, 68. They racked up, what, 85 when they played each other earlier this year in uh, in Salt Lake. You got TCU. You talked about TCU being the Vikings. Good comparison. No respect for these guys. They opened up at one and a half, and it was bet up by the public to two and a half. The oddsmakers made it one and a half. The oddsmakers made USC one and a half as well, and they both got bet up. So they're both two and a half. Uh, what do you what do you make of those two games, Papano? So K State and TCU guys. That's a, a noon Eastern on Saturday, right after the USA and Holland, and then you got uh, Utah and USC Friday night eight o'clock from Vegas. What's your take? They're they're great games. I don't think I want to as much as I love Whittingham and the Utes. I, I think I got to go Trojans here. Uh, you know, the, let's not let's be honest. USC put forty two points on the board in Salt Lake City earlier this year. It's not like Utah shut them down. Utah scored forty three, but the USC defense showed me a little something against Notre Dame. They played their best game in weeks. They hadn't stopped many teams, but I thought they played a better defensive game. They bring anything like that against Cam Rising in Utah. I don't know if the uh, Utes are going to be able to slow down Caleb Williams and Addison and all these weapons that they've got. So I like USC a little bit. Probably is high scoring and. TCU, Kansas State. This one I'm more scared about with the favorite. Kansas State was beating TCU, and then they lost their quarterback to injury in the regular season meeting. I lead K-State there. All right, we'll wrap it up with a battle on the other side. The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling.
All right, so three-minute warning. Let's do this thing. Ian Cameron with us just for a couple of more moments. Talking college football on the way out uh, here. So, uh, Babano, you were talking about, uh, listen, both USC and TCU obviously are on upset alert. And I hate to admit it, you almost feel like one of them are going to lose just for the chaos aspect of it. And then somehow Ohio State end up getting in. But I don't think it'll be TCU. I, you know, I think TCU are going to handle their business. I think that game's going to be a track meet. Uh, I think that total's too light. I think it's going to open up at Jerry's World. So that game opens up. I think TCU win. Utah could beat USC again, but I don't think they will. My, my, I think that I almost just fear the Ohio State factor that they get in somehow, but um, and it's really going to upset people. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand my ground, Babano. I say to USC and both TCU survive this week. Yeah, I I, I wouldn't surprise me. I just think for me personally, I think it's going to be more difficult for TCU than USC. But we'll see how it goes. Utah's certainly capable, but I just have not liked Utah's defense against the best offenses they've played this year. It hasn't been that same defense. Uh, Michigan, Michigan and Purdue. Um, you got it's 16 and a half. Uh, that game is 16 and a half, and uh, it's up to 18 and a half right now. Georgia lay 18 and a half to LSU. What about the big number games here? Yeah, I would I would lean at Georgia. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to lay 17, but I don't think I want LSU. I might take Purdue in the first half against Michigan. I could see the first half they hang around for a bit with that passing attack and O'Connell uh, throwing the football, but they might get worn down in the second half by that Michigan team and that run game. That's going to be the concern, but I think pretty early in the game might hang around. And I like North Carolina quite a bit, plus the points against Clemson. That Clemson secondary is horrible. Great Bay could make the pay. The panel likes the Tar Heels. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Follow Ian Cameron on Twitter. Have a battle. This is Sports Rage. Vent your rage. Bring it. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.